0: You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noel. Hi, Steve. We are talking about marriage economics. Basically, we're going to break down what is the currency of your love. Um, and, you know, a lot of people on the other end are possibly thinking... What the heck are they talking about? So what are we talking about when we're talking about marriage economics and the currency of your love?
0: We're talking, Steve, about that thing which suddenly sort of goes bankrupt when things are rough, and that is cooperation. And, you know, we cooperate just great when things are going okay, even when they're a little bumpy. But when we don't see eye to eye, when things aren't going smoothly, the first thing to dump out is that willingness to cooperate. And that is the currency of your love.
1: Okay. And what do you see as the most important currency in your marriage? Is it good communication or is it something else?
0: Well, good communication certainly excuse me is right up there on the top of the hit list. But I think it starts, Steve, with an attitude of, We are on each other's side. And that's what we forget. We start to see our spouse as our enemy. And, you know, I'll never forget the first time my honey looked at me in the middle of a nice, big, fat argument. Hey, hey, wait, wait. We're on the same side here. We want the same thing. In the big picture, we want to be happy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was like getting slapped upside the head in a good sense. (laughs) So, yes, communication, absolutely. Starting with your allies, you're going to communicate as such. So you don't want to nag, yell, demand, you don't want to label, name call, all those things that you may want to do, but (laughs) (laughs) really it's not a real good idea. And we all know, Steve, what those good communication skills are. I mean, it's listening, right? Mm -hmm. A, number one, putting yourself in your spouse's shoes as difficult and as and uncomfortable as they may be Uh trying to see things from their point of view and absolutely letting go of blame.
1: Mm, Okay. And and how can you not blame and find fault uh, when it's the other person's fault? And um, like you know that they blew the budget or they ran their car over the bike in the garage because they weren't looking or or something so how how do you not blame when you know it's blatantly their error
0: well and that's a hard one you know that's a really hard one and i think what you have to look at is that even though it is blatantly their error and there's just no two ways (laughs) around it you know them in the car your bike they ran it over kind of thing is um to think more in terms of okay I can express how I'm feeling, but that doesn't mean I have to sit here and say they are no good, they're horrible, they're a terrible person, and so forth. Because they probably didn't do it out of meanness. You know, unless you're in a very sucky relationship, and that's a whole other topic, (laughs) your spouse does not deliberately seek to harm you. They do it. I do it. We do it but not on purpose. So it would be to say, okay, I have to vent about this. I have to say what I feel here. So just listen to me for a moment and then say, using I, right? I'm just so pissed. I'm miserable. I'm unhappy. I, 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 I just love that bike. This is just, just absolutely hurting me. I, 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 I'm expressing how I feel. And believe me, your spouse, if they have any feelings for you at all. It's going to feel bad enough already. So you don't need to light into them with blame and fault finding. You can let them know how you feel and then move on to problem solving. Because if you ran into your bike, it could be for any number of reasons, but those are what has to be addressed.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, we can just take it out of their allowance later in the week. Big time. Uh, I mean, do we uh, tend to communicate differently, uh, and maybe even tougher, uh, with our spouse than with, say, our neighbor or a friend or a coworker?
0: Well let's take coworker especially, okay? okay? Or your fellow PTA member. Because frankly, sometimes we treat our neighbors and our friends pretty awful too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Even though we don't mean to <laughs> yeah. But we we do damp it down. But think about it. When you have a a, um, a problem or conflict at work, you don't you can't scream. You yeah. you can't yell, you can't demand, you'll be hauled into HR and you know, you'll be out of job. Or same thing, your PTA member, you can't do that, you'll be off the committee. So somehow we know how to damp it down, how to speak in rational voices, how to keep our anger or our tears either to the privacy of the bathroom or not at all in -hmm. those situations. We know how to do it. But with our spouses especially, we tend to think we have license or free reign to do anything. That's when you're spending the currency of your love in a bad way.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Because
0: somebody that is being yelled at is not going to want to cooperate with you. They're going to get defensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yell at me, and I promise I'm going to come back with claws out. Yep. It, it's just that, that natural human thing.
1: Maybe people should have that mental thought process in their head, like there's an HR manager in one of the rooms in the house. You sure
0: could. <laughs> I think that's a great tip, Steve, is that, you know, just, just think, how would I do this at work? Yeah, I could certainly say to my coworker, I'm very upset that you stole my stapler for the 14th time this week. <laughs>
1: but you can't yell at them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't say, you dumb idiot. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and kind of summon the, this up uh, how do you go about being a problem solving team instead of blaming each other?
0: I think, first of all, Steve, when you set out with the attitude that you were together, and I know with my guy, we often say that to each other. In the good times as well as the, the conflicted times, you know, we are a together. Mm-hmm. And with that in mind, you can sit down and make a plan. There's nothing quite like making a plan to solve a problem that helps solve the problem. And you've got to commit to it. I mean, maybe if you're family, there's kids, there's others involved, maybe you need weekly family meetings to address what's going on. Maybe even just the two of you need to sit down once a week or once a month and take a look at the budget or take a look at where the time is is being, you know, spent Mm -hmm. with or without each other and all that. It doesn't have to be a big formal deal. But if you take kind of regular time to sit down and go over and resolve stuff, it doesn't build up. And Mm -hmm. that's a big secret to conflict. People don't usually erupt until something's built up. Yeah. So if you do either regular family meetings or however you want to think of it, you know, just just make sure you sit down and chat about stuff on a regular basis. You can be proactive instead of reactive. And quite frankly, being reactive is what gets us
1: into trouble most of the time. Sure. You know, this is really the kind of um, encapsulates everything that I feel like we stand for in that So much of marriage I feel like is we just kind of go through the motions and we put no time and effort into it for the most part. And whereas you would never do that in any other aspect of your life and expect to improve or get any better or, or be successful or, and be successful. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and you're right with all these business analogies. What would you do in the workplace? Um, right. We actually ran an article not too long ago on a, a very similar um, concept. But it's so true. You would never go into work and just show up and not do anything and not talk to people and not have meetings and not plan and not practice good communication skills and expect to move up and be successful yet we expect that same thing at home and so uh, i think what you're you know what you hit on today is just the nail on the head And, and and it's appropriate that we're talking as it As it relates to the economics of marriage and and the currency of your love, so.
0: And the currency of your love is cooperation. And when you hold it dear and you value it and you use it, you do great. And when you forget and you let it go into the dumper,
1: things go awry. Yep, yep. Well, this is another fantastic podcast in the books, Noel. uh, But this is going to do it for us this week. So thank you, Steve. um, Thank you very much for your time. Everybody, you are listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert and author of nine best selling books. Her two most recent are Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. You can get more about her book at YourManIsWonderful.com. You can also visit her website at www.noellenelson.com. And you can also follow Noelle on Twitter at Dr. Nelson. I'm also on Twitter at Hitched... Uh, what am I? Hitch Media? I think I'm Hitch Media. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm I think talking, I'm... I, I have think, you on automatic. I'm yeah, thinking. yeah. Um, I haven't looked at my thing in a while. I mean, I'm on Twitter every day, but it's an automatic sign-in. But I think I'm at Hitch Media, and uh, if you can't figure that out, go to the contact page on the Hitch website, and uh, it'll be a direct link there. And uh, you can also find Noelle on the Married Life Network, and I hope you guys are on there as well. Um, and... If you haven't fanned us on Facebook, uh, it's another way to uh, stay in touch and comment on some of the articles that you see. It's a, it's another great resource. And uh, lastly, I want to just kind of give you a heads up, and I, I mean to do this every week, and I just don't get around to it. Um, but uh, next week, we're going. I'm going to be uh, speaking with Dr. Trina Reed on uh, Valentine's foods and uh, potentially the aphrodisiac foods, um, if there are such a thing. So uh, tune in. Oh, I
0: hope so. That sounds like fun.
1: (laughs) So yeah, so tune in for that next week, and uh, that's going to do it for us. So thanks again, Noelle. Thank you, Steve. Okay, bye, everybody. I just want to say one thing
0: to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! Adrian! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched. Entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.